Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. Each week on After Hours, Ryan and I sit down to explore further into the wide world of whiskey by tasting and reviewing whiskeys without the limits of our featured bottle being bourbon. I hope you join us in this journey to challenge and expand our whiskey knowledge. Our show starts now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> or good. It's afternoon for us. I don't know what time it is for you. And frankly, I may never know. Or or don't care. Or, well, I mean, I do care <laughs> a little bit. I want to know. No, if that's what it sounds like you are going to say. If you're listening to this in the morning, first of all, I appreciate you. But that's <laughs> sort of the wrong time to do it. I don't. Yeah. I think. I mean, ironically, I listen to this in the shower sometimes to like hear it, check an episode or go back and reflect or whatever. Well, sometimes it's like it's like a hype song, you know. Like, yeah. so if you're listening to it in the morning, maybe you're Getting, prepping for later in the night when you're going to have your whiskey and yeah. sit it, watch your show, or read yeah. a book or whatever you do, or just yeah. stare out a window and yeah, wish that you had more. <laughs> <laughs> or you just you're just cruising through the evening and it's the morning now and here we are. Yeah. Um, well, so today we're going to do something a little different. I think we I say that every single time because every episode's a little bit different. Uh, but Probably change the intro at some point. For the show, That's yeah. Neither well, here nor there. So the whole program, you know, the overarching program is the Bourbon Library. Yeah. And uh, we've been branching out this last year to a lot of, a lot of rye, uh, mostly because we're working on a documentary about New York's rye whiskey, Empire Rye. Uh, but every person we've talked to that seems to be deep in that world says there's sort of these three tiers. Am I right about that? There's sort of three yeah, tiers and in, in three stages of American whiskey. The first one being bourbon. Yep. The second one being rye and the third one being single malt whiskey. Yeah, and the idea is that bourbon is is uh, naturally sweet and it's easy entry point for a, for a whiskey drinker and then rye is uh, more on the bitter end of things. Has spicier. It's spicier. It's, it's less sweet. It takes a... a these are general. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily a braver drinker, but it takes somebody who enjoys being challenged. Well, uh, yeah, or they're having their palate challenged a bit. Someone... So there could be a few things. Someone that's just generally more adventurous. Um, but and also someone who wants... Is had a bunch of bourbon and they want to be challenged again. Yeah. So new, new challenge, but it's okay if you just like bourbon. That's yeah, fine. That's totally fine. It's okay. not like a, these, I, I would say it's a, uh, it's a spectrum, not necessarily a tier system. There you, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, that's so, good. and then there's a third, this third stage. Yeah. Right? The single malt whiskey, which we're, we're, I'm a novice. Uh, I'm a total novice. Don't even fully understand. Don't. It. It's what my understanding is it's a majority. So in the case of bourbon, you have a majority, Corn, yeah, fifty-one percent plus. plus. Uh, and rye, you have fifty-one percent rye. And in the case of a single malt whiskey, this is all barley, or is there a mash bill to it? I I think we have a lot to learn. I'm not oh, exactly man. sure, but I'm going to assume now that it's fifty-one percent malted barley plus. Okay, this bottle that we're drinking today, called Kokigan, Kolkigan is Kolkigan is a hundred percent malted barley. Yeah. Um, and it's made in New Mexico. So single malt whiskey, American single malt whiskey is having a moment. And a lot of the folks that we respect are trying and dipping their toes in the water. And we don't, we're like Alex said, we're total novices here. And so this was recommended to us. We were just on a trip 
working on our documentary, the Empire Rye documentary, we went to Rochester. We, we visited New York. Uh, in, in New York, and we visited Black Button Distilling. Very cool. Uh, I had a great conversation with the distiller there uh, and the owner, uh, Jason, uh, who recommended we go speak to this fella, a friend of George. his, George, at a liquor store. Yeah, Parkway. Parkway Discount Liquors. Funny name next to a bingo hall and a karate dojo. Yep. Uh, where uh, all great whiskey is hidden. Where all great whiskey is hidden. This dude, George, has an amazing uh, whiskey aisle. Uh, and what is otherwise just sort of a regular kind of nice liquor store. Pretty yeah. big liquor Good store. Good wine selection. Great wine selection. Yeah. He's got an Empire Rye section, and he's got a whole amazing whiskey section. Not only that, he's got a tasting area, which yeah. is unusual kind of. And he's got a great palate. And great he's palate. A soft-spoken. Nice guy. Nice young dude who, who – uh, so – Every bottle, he had a story, he had information. Yeah. And we, Alec, Alec uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't like the smoky taste. I don't like peat. Okay. He doesn't like peat, which but is that, often found in scotch. Right. But, and, and so you bring that up, I'm assuming, to segue kind of into this is not peated, but it's swap the peat out for mesquite wood, which is how they, what is it? They're smoking the barley? Uh, I get no. You smoke the the malts, I, the malted barley. I have no idea how it works. Whatever we you are, do with peat, you swap it with. <laughs> I really know nothing. I don't understand how scotch is made. Please email us and tell us and, everything uh, you know about. Tell us everything you know about single malt whiskey. So we're really going in. Uh, uh, totally ignorant. We accept that. We're trying some. We're trying this yeah, you're, today. You're right. You're right. Hand mesquite kilns yeah. malted barley. Yeah. Okay. That's so the I malted thought. barley is smoked with. Yeah. Yeah. Mes- this yeah. in this bottle's case, mesquite, which uh, is known in the barbecue world quite well. Yeah. And then in my world, the barbecue chips. Yeah. Um, and it's my understanding that not all single malt whiskeys are smoky. They don't have to be smoky to be a single malt whiskey. Obviously. Um, but, uh, obviously right. that's a thing that people do like when they're looking for single malt whiskey or a scotch. Well, so yeah, apparently when you look at scotches, there, the, there's the highlands and the lowlands and the lowlands are known for like heavy peat and the highlands, not so much. So I think, and we'll eventually get to scotch, I'm sure in our, our journey, our, our journey, whiskey journey, our whiskey journey. But, um, yeah, apparently they're not. There doesn't have to have any peat or sure. you know, there's a range there as well. But um, so, but but in this case of Colquigan, you said it, you said it cool a minute ago. It's yeah. from Santa Fe, New Mexico, but they're either clearly going for a name that sounds a bit Scottish, like uh, yeah. Um, Probably doesn't so mean let's, it, let's maybe pour a little. I, I, it's well, easier to well, talk once I've pop. got that. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that smells delicious. What are we talking about? I'm excited. I have no idea. I was, you know, when you hear something that's like strong oh, flavor yeah. added, I get nervous. I'm like, oh, that's a flavored. But they're not adding a flavor. It's no, just part of the process. It's just, it's just the wood they're using to. Well, I guess, yeah, it's part of. It smells. Del- well, yeah, it smells like scotch. Yeah. <laughs> that barley is strong. That's that's what I think I smell when I smell scotch is is barley. Well, I will say that's that's one exciting. promising. A- an exciting element of going from bourbon deep into rise, and then now hopefully doing a more of a deep dive into single malt whiskeys, is we'll also be able to pull those flavors out of our favorite bourbons, out of our favorite rice, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it is nice to kind of, you know, know really distinctly what corn tastes like, know distinctly what rye tastes like, and of course barley. So uh, on the nose. Odd. 
I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, it it's, like sc- it's, it's scotchy. Yeah, it's, it's light in color. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. I think what they call, uh, they call a little bit, it's, it's a little lighter. It's a little less heavy. Um, scotch, scotches aren't, I guess, single malt whiskeys are. It's like a, a light apple juice. I'm going to go ahead and sip it. Hmm, has that like medical smell on the, <laughs> like Band-Aid, some it's, people call it. It is very, very light. I will say that. Not necessarily, it, even in well, color. Uh, but it's got a it's a very um, hmm. light in your mouth mouth yeah. feel. Yeah, it's almost like water. Yeah. First impression after tasting it, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. To so I think that was my first wall was that I was gonna just not like it and I couldn't even think about what I was tasting. But that mesquite is there, but it's not heavy. Yeah, no, I think it's it so adds, delicious. It's so yeah. delicious. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's really perfect for a. For a barley forward whiskey, I think it like matches up. It makes There's sense. There's a sweet fruitiness to the whole thing without being overbearing. I wouldn't say it's a really strong pear or a really strong plum or anything like that, but there's just a general f- uh, stone fruitiness, fruit. stone fruitness to it. I don't think that there's, it's, it's not that floral. Uh, no, me. no. It's, it's sort it's of like oak, a, it's got an oakiness to an it. An oaky, smoky. Mm, this is good. Uh, sweet uh, fruit. It's scotch without the peat. That's what it. It tastes like and something else instead. It's not overwhelming, like you said. I don't think the yeah. mesquite is like really strong. The the finish doesn't linger, but it's there. The smokiness lingers a little no, bit. No, but I I would say, <clears throat> yeah. There there's not a long finish, but um, the taste is real. Like on yeah. the palate, it's really good. Yeah, like there's agreed. a lot going on. Yeah, it's I would say it's like relatively easy to drink. Uh, Ninety two proof as far as that goes. As far as heat. And I was batch fifteen, bottle one fourteen. I'm uh I'm uh going on a trip for the weekend to the ocean, mm-hmm. uh potentially with a day trip to Nantucket. Yeah. And I'm considering bringing this or picking up a single malt whiskey, uh something else now. I'm like this is like it's kind of a gray wintry day. This is great by a fire, yeah, right? Yeah, Can yeah, you that imagine? makes sense. Maybe that's what it is. I, I I dream of of Scotland being like kind of a cold uh, overcast. And this is this is San, it's funny. Days. This is made in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, weird. Which I also I'm I don't know if there's an age statement on this, but I know some of those drier, warmer climates are actually really tough for whiskey making because so much the angels get a lot more of the, yeah, the of share. the of the share than they're supposed to. Uh, and then their angelic Kentucky brethren get. Yeah, that's it. so. So I wonder if the rules are the same then, um, as far as age statement goes. Like not mention if they don't, don't mention it, so it has to be young. Like, no, I'm saying it can, it's it's older than four years, or whatever the rule is. Well, for anyone who's paying attention, it's 92 proof. Uh, it is batch number 15, bottle number 114. I just, I just so said that. You did say that. So I'm the one not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, it's a miracle I can read. I just had my eyes, <laughs> my eyes dilated. I don't know what they did to my ears, but um, I got to say, well, this is exciting. It's really exciting. I feel like I just were, had a single malt whiskey that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I had a suspicion that you would because you're lucky for you. You know what you like and what you don't like, which I appreciate. But you have such an open mind and an open palate for trying stuff. Well, which, I, want, I want to try stuff. Not always the case for our group, for our bourbon group. No, not at all. No. Like I can imagine that the first thing we're going to get out of this is yuck from dad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yuck. That, that with a plate of uh, vegetables would but be the same But if he took result. a second to soak in that flavor – 
He's going to find a lot of what he loves in his bourbons in this. The it's thing, just lighter. I, the thing, too, though, and to be fair to him, is I've had, I've attempted to drink scotch in single malt, not single malt whiskeys, but scotches yeah. in the past. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. And I think that helps. Like, once you have a seed in your brain of what it might taste like, yeah. then it's less foreign. And then yeah. it becomes more and more less foreign. And yeah. then you start to, like, go beyond it. Yeah. And start to taste the things and be like, oh, you're looking for something. You might like it. Right. I mean, that's really, really good. The mesquite w- wood finish. Or you know what it uh, makes me feel like, too? I don't know why I'm completely transformed to this. I'm imagining being on the picnic table outside of our cottage in northern Michigan in the summertime and thinking mm-hmm. about the ham, the ham or turkey sandwich or whatever yeah. that, whatever cheap, fast, bulk food our parents beach brought food. beach food that we, we we've been swimming all day we run up and and mom puts some mustard and yeah, on a white bread a deli and sandwich a deli sandwich essentially as an adult i just imagine that that would be the perfect component like mustard turkey white bread with this mm, delicious kind of a Scott, well maybe it's you know what you're, you're thinking it's like barbecue chips yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying it just yeah, feels you know, like, like that's the barbecue chips with your uh, your sandwich and a big yeah. huge bag of barbecue chips that's like what i want so bad now after yeah. meal. i don't often think of like the food that i'd want to pair which i like i wish i was better at that yeah. but i don't think about food that i'd pair with whiskey uh but in this case i would have this at lunchtime with a delicious yeah that's so sandwich. funny i'm having so many memories of because we grew up on white bread for the most part, like yeah. Wonder Bread, like whatever it Cheap is. bread. You put your, as soon as you bite into it, it melts in your mouth. And yeah. And it sticks to the, roof the of cheese your- and the turkey <laughs> on the outside of it. And then it sticks to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Craft cheese. Yeah. Deli, deli slice yeah. turkey or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, or ham and yeah. bologna and then that white bread. And that's just like, that's peeling it off the roof of your yeah. mouth. <laughs> We've had the good fortune of, uh, I feel like. We were around when our dad started college. He was broke. Our parents were broke. I remember them switching shifts at Kmart. And uh, we'd go pick up mom and then lose dad. <laughs> and uh, and we had, you know, survival food in a way. We weren't, like, completely impoverished. But, Mary, you know, two two people, uh, one going to college, you know, two young parents, three kids. Working class. Very, very working class. And, like, and then we've since had, like, really nice dining experiences and food experiences and uh, it's nice to n- appreciate both of those things. Yeah. Once again, spectrum, not tears. Not one is not better than the other. Yeah. They, in fact, they work. Knowing both intimately adds to the it's richness of both of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being able to appreciate a bag of chips on the beach. And yeah. White bread and ham and cheese sandwich, and then also having whatever. Yeah. Wild foam pea foam. Dining experience. Duck <laughs> breast. <laughs> confit. Confit. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, with like some you know, fancy glass of wine or something. Yeah, or think of anything you ate while you were in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother beast. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, I will say this is part of the journey. Uh, I know this is the bourbon library, but part of the whiskey journey for us, uh, our spiritual quest is to, uh, open our palates to yeah. go on an adventure and there's no rules in after hours no fuck no this is after hours this is after hours so you go to work you do the thing and i mean this is after hours where we drink whatever we want yeah and i gotta say I'm, change the intro we're gonna change the intro yeah. i'm but I'm, I'm excited about this single malt whiskey i'm, I'm gonna be uh 
I, I have a feeling I'm going to be doing some experimenting. I feel like my bourbon library is going to become a whiskey library that has a bunch of different kinds. It just opens the world up. Lots of rye, lots of bourbons, and lots of single malt whiskeys. Yeah. And then we'll start uh, going international. Yeah. Some Japanese whiskeys and yeah. some scotches. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine having something in this world, a smoked, sweet something in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it seems great. Just from... Gray skies, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. I think we're on to something here, folks. Yeah, what date is it? <laughs> this episode's coming out today. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, this, well, uh, this is pretty live. This is pretty live. Like hey, um, <laughs> before we start uh, riffing on nonsense, uh, I think we should close this out. I think this was great. Yeah. I'm really glad we did this experiment. Looking forward to trying more. Uh, looking forward to trying more. If you know anything about single malt whiskey. Or something we should try. Hit us up. You know, we're uh, at the Bourbon Library Pod. Uh, on Instagram, you could always email hello at the Bayless Brothers.com. That's we the, have a, a bourbon. Uh, we got a bourbon email? Gmail. Yeah. What is it? The bourbon library at gmail.com. Okay, great. So I believe uh, it's, in the, it's in the description below. Yeah. Make sure that you uh, reach out however you can inform us, enlighten us, make fun of us, whatever. Uh, we're on a journey. I think we're all in it together. And uh, yeah, especially uh, as whiskey gets more and more popular, this is a very exciting time to be diving deeper and deeper yeah. into uh, farther reaches of the whiskey world. So, uh, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. This was fun, Al. Cheers, bud. Cheers. To drink is to live. To drink is to live. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers.